0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: But you heard Eamon mention in the news there a few moments ago that county councils should accelerate programmes to try and encourage people to downsize their homes. This is according to the Housing Minister. And new figures sought by News Talk show there's 8,600 under occupied social housing units in the Dub- in the Dublin area so look whether you're in social or private residential housing i would love to know today would an enticement of any any particular form or size encourage you to pack up and move to a smaller house mary jo was with us on the line in dublin today mary jo
3: would you could you be encouraged to downsize yes i certainly could if uh, they had the right situation in place to uh, make us want to you know uh, we're not quite ready for it I'm 73 Um, you know we're not quite ready but we're looking to the next uh, anything from two to five years Uh, you know that might be a different story Uh, and we have a nice big house, so I'm looking at it from the point of view of an older couple that has paid off their mortgage um there is nowhere here in Ireland to entice us to move down. The only um uh what would you say sheltered accommodation? There's a, a few units I think available available for people in the social scheme. Um for the private sector. Uh, the only ones I know of are on the south side. I'm a bit vague of where they are because they're out of our reach. Like we've paid our mortgage, but I think to get one of those units would be about two thousand a month. Okay. <laughs> no incentive for people trying yeah. to live on a pension. So, do you, um, and can I you ask know, you,
2: Mary Jo? In for instance, in the house that you're in at the moment, do you have um, yeah. like have you unused, unoccupied bedrooms that?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. you'd be happy no, to go with I mean, something I'm, smaller? I'm, I'm looking after grandchildren a couple of days a week, so the house is by no means under-occupied at the moment. Okay. But it is just the two of us living in, like, a five-bedroom. Um, so, uh, obviously, we would be very incentivized. Mm. But what's gone wrong is, in fair deal, for instance... Uh, Uh, With Fair Deal, when people move into a nursing home, there's no incentive for people to rent out the property that they've left uh, because Fair Deal will take uh, the majority, if not all, of the the rental fee off the, you know, there's no financial incentive for anybody to be a landlord uh, if their uh, elder relative has gone into a, a nursing home um i am quite amazed because i've lived in different countries uh and i have seen schemes where there are sheltered housing where people uh have apartment complexes uh that rent out or are bought uh, by older people they rent out to over 50s so they're basically older people's housing complexes and they contain a warden and and a kind of area where there's morning and afternoon coffee and it becomes a community in itself and it's affordable and when people buy these apartments they buy them for quite a reasonable fee and they can sell them on again Mm. Um, when that person Part dies or whatever, yeah. Out. Okay. You so know you know? think something so
2: a little bit more like that might work, perhaps yeah, here in Ireland? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We
3: need that all over the place rather than nursing homes. The building a nursing home, another one up the road from me. Uh, that's my future. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Okay. So there's the no sort of I
2: know what you mean. There's things. no and I, and then to be yeah. fair, some of the kind of um, I know even I've family that I, I know of even in, in parts of the north that are in. Um, it's I, I suppose you'd call it. It's not a nursing home. It's maybe more like a retirement village. If you want, you know want to refer to it as that, where it's kind of a step down um, in between, effectively living independently alone and and not being in a nursing home. That there is, I suppose, something, um, a provision there in in the middle as well. The
3: warden warden and the community is the incentive. Uh, You know, I wouldn't be interested in moving into some kind of a unit, two-bedroom unit in a faceless apartment block or, Mm. you know, housing estate where there was nothing else for me. Uh, You know, whereas if it was moving into a community, uh, with, with sheltered uh, accommodation, that would be absolutely okay. fine.
2: Let me bring um, in a Mary Jo as well, Elaine. Um, Elaine has gotten touch and, and she's on the line in Wexford. Elaine, if there was some encouragement or an enticement for you to downsize, would you grab it?
1: Well, um, yes I would grab it I suppose but that's not really why I'm downsizing. I'm downsizing because um, my house is very big and my boys have all but flown the nest, except for the baby, so I'm thinking of practical reasons for myself going on in the future.
2: so have you looked in you know into potential options or something um, smaller?
1: I've been looking at what's available and um, to buy um uh, in in my area around Wexford Yes something smaller, something more practical. And um, that I can continue being completely independent and not rely. You know, I don't want to have to rely on the boys or make them feel, oh, we must go home at the weekend and cut the grass or do this or mm. that. So it's really practical reasons, because when my third son went to university in Budapest last year, I just thought, well, wow, the house needs a family it's just too big for me now I know
2: but you're even the cost of running the house and heating the house and everything that goes with it
1: huge I have seven bedrooms here the house is nearly 6,000 square feet it's just too big you know it's just it's not practical going forward and it needs a family Mm.
2: Are there options? Are there, you know is there the, the availability of smaller, you know, townhouses or two or three beds in your area, Elaine, that you could sell up and, and buy buy elsewhere?
1: Uh yes, I I do see um really nice areas uh, on the other side of town. I actually just considered for a while I'll just think and um well ideally rent for a while, mm. but then we know what the rental accommodation is like in Ireland at the moment that's an absolute disaster. But um, I think you have to be practical. Like none of us think when they're all small and we have car seats in the back of the car and we're going to school, that these guys are all going to grow up and um, leave. Because we're busy. Yeah. You know, we don't put a lot of thought into that coming and then one day it just arrives and they're all in university. Well, I have a leaving cert still here, but I have three in university. I don't see them coming back to Exeter.
2: In the future. Well, certainly well, not in the immediate, I suppose, future. No, not
1: the immediate future. Yeah. My eldest son will be a qualified doctor next year. He's going to be in a hospital in Dublin and he'll be in a hospital somewhere else for a long mm. time. You know, so for me, it's purely practical reasons. You know, where will I be in 10 years and will I have a house that I feel safe warm, okay. and yeah. I can manage, mostly manage?
2: Text in from a listener who says people keep talking about how social housing works well in Austria but not in Ireland. But in Austria, downsizing is compulsory when children leave the nest. This is why their system works, according to Lar. Another listener says, why do you always talk about the large houses that are in Dublin? The largest houses in Ireland are the big five-bed bungalows scattered all over rural Ireland. No question of those people downsizing, says this listener. Stay with us, Elaine and Mary Jo. I just want to get a few other opinions on this. Chris is on the line in Cork. Chris, could you be in Enticed to downsize
0: What the way the conditions are at the moment? No, I think you know it's it's an absolutely great idea, but uh, but in practice it just doesn't work at the moment with with, with our housing situation. There's nowhere for, for for a person to go. You'd have to move outside of your local area. So that means that, you know, you're going to lose your whole support structure that, that you have. You're now going to have to then start traveling to see friends and that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, and there's, there's nothing available in in local areas. There is, with what we're building at the moment, there's nothing there for people to to be able to downsize. And it doesn't look like going forward that's something that the uh, that government are looking at mm. either. You that's know, an interesting point
2: that about the support network, Chris, and, and the friends. Well
0: that's yeah. I mean, I see it I see it with my mother in law and I mean it's, it's she has a better life, she has a better social Our life. Social life than, yeah. than than we do, you know, but I mean if she moved out of that area she wouldn't you know mm. my mom was the same i mean my mom just got a bingo on cards on a, a regular basis but if she if she had to downsize and move out of the area you know it's very hard it's to friend, start to, yeah. to start looking for new friends at that at that age
2: would you agree with that mary jo like would that would that be something that might deter you yeah. from um, moving out of the house
3: um yes, it certainly would in in the way things are now. that was the whole point of having a community um because if if I thought that I was going to move into an estate with a, a warden and uh you know a little community where there was a facility for meetups um then of course, even though I might be leaving. Uh, certain familiar friends, etc., uh, and have to travel to see them. Uh, I would have another community uh, that was kind of a good support system. So that's what we need. We can't have just uh, you know. We have to have a good incentive yeah. for people well, to come. Can't force them to uh, you know that thing about forcing them to uh, yeah because they have an infrastructure where yeah. those people can move. Into something desirable. It's not that they're mm. being sidelined. Um, you know, I do get the feeling that um, even listening to Elaine, I think she's a bit younger than me. And I think when people are of that age and the children are just leaving the nest, they're not thinking ahead to, well, what's the future for uh, me when I'm 65 or over? You know, they're more thinking of, OK, I'll downsize. And those kind of people will just be OK in a unit without sheltered okay. accommodation. Yeah, well, you mentioned but that, Elaine,
2: it was more for practical reasons, really, that that was the reason you were considering downsizing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's purely for practical reasons. And um, I, I, uh, I I, see them, well, uh, three of them are away now and then um, I, I, my garden is absolutely colossal and, you know, they're, they're not kicking football out there anymore yeah. <laughs> and they're studying at the weekends and i just at the stage where I just want um, a, a home, obviously, that they can come back to whenever they want but um, not the size that I have That now.
2: you have at the moment, yeah.
1: And, and I agree with what your um, other um, guests are saying there, but um, I, I am independent. I, I don't need a lot of support. Yes, I have community around me, but I, I'm used to living um, secluded in the country. It's very okay. private here. So um, I, I suppose I'm not looking for that level of support.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're asking today, should people be incentivised if they're living in, in larger, big, unoccupied, empty houses to, um, well, not necessarily to vacate them, but could or should people be incentivised to maybe sell up, move to something smaller, something a little bit more practical? Matthew is on the line too in Dublin. Matthew, would you agree with that?
4: No. Um, my house, I'm not moving out of the Dynamite will have to move me out of my house. And when I pop my clogs. I'm um, going to have a wake in the house I won't be there of course but it's friends be there and uh, there's not, nothing that's going to incentivize me whatsoever because they can't yeah. offer anything what can they offer uh, I can't offer anything to, to get me out of the house and as you were saying there in uh, Austria you said it was walking where you're compulsively you're compelled to move out of your house and move into a smaller apartment or something like that um, it's not walking is it because they're compelled to do it it can't be walking like, and anyone compels you to do something it's wrong no, and anyway, um I'm not moving out of my house for love and our money. Yeah. It's I- the kids' house, right? When I go, it's their house. Now if my kid has to come home and cut the grass or chop down a few bushes or something like that. He's in college at the moment. It's his house. He has to do it as part of life. No big deal. Yeah. And
2: do you have many like is the house it's um have you many unoccupied rooms in it at the moment? Oh have got quite a few, yeah. Have you? Yeah. A- yeah. Two
4: okay. or three bedrooms. But it's a big house. Um <clears throat> But um,
2: well, there's nothing couldn't entice you to Well, what could up. they offer? Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. What can
4: they offer me? I don't want to go into a nursing home uh, unless I need nursing. And I don't need nursing. Um, and I think that's what they're there for. Not not, not to look at the people that uh, um, find the house is too big. Anyway, the thing is uh, what on this earth can they offer you mm. to leave the house? Because I struggled to get a, a deposit of this house. and then all of a sudden I had to find 7,000 quid for uh, some duty, and I struggle to pay the mortgage. The well, I don't know if there's some year. sort
2: of tax, you know, uh, tax. If there was some sort of tax incentive or a grant or well, you I, know, I financial know, I know attraction, I, I,
4: get, I get something like hundred, uh, sorry, yeah, $100 a hundred another week, and, and um, what tax incentive can they give me? They'll, they'll give me an extra five or a week or something like that. What? What? what, what can you tell me that this government is going to give me mm.
2: the? Would you ever consider week? renting out a room, Matthew? Out of curiosity. No, no, my house is my
4: house. I don't want any splitting. Oh, yeah,
2: well, fair enough. Look, sure. my way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the other side of this is people have paid their mortgage. I mean, there's there's nobody forcing anybody to do it. We're just talking about it by way of a potential suggestion, given the fact that uh, when you look at the uh, social housing units in Dublin, for instance, alone, um, it turns out there's more than 8,600 units that are currently under-occupied at the moment and we're constantly talking about the number of people and large families looking to buy houses. Uh, this texter says, I worked for a government department and had to visit council um, units. I knocked on a first floor door and a neighbour told me that the family had the ground flat also with a staircase as they used to have a larger family. The occupiers were now old age pensioners with an adult son. No need for the son to be living there. The council should clean up their act, according to this dexter. And then Mary has gotten contact to say people shouldn't be um, pressurised or persuaded into giving up their homes. They're in a community. There should be no pressure from anybody to do this. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about whether people should be en- enticed. To um, downsize their homes if they're living in big, empty, unoccupied, plenty of bedrooms, uh, big, large houses, and you know, would you ever be, in, you know, in any way encouraged to move out and sell up and move into something smaller? And a lot of reaction to this on the show. Kieran is with us on the line in Dublin. Kieran, would you be tempted?
5: Well, I'm not at that stage yet, uh, Andrea. But um, the problem I see is where do people go? Like there's no, I just did a quick search there with a search called um, the cheapest new build apartment I could find at the south, south side of Dublin is seven hundred twenty thousand. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I did another quick search in Manchester. You know, brand new apartments are two hundred grand for a uh, one bed. Yeah. Look, i went to the UK, and I know that you know, retirement villages are very popular over there. Mm. Um, um you know, they encourage anybody from fifty-five. You can you can. Uh, Purchase of age 55. I, I just need some services, I guess, if you have a moment. There's a restaurant, coffee shop, hairdresser, resident group, activities, 24-7 emergency support services, concierge, village manager, and housekeeping. Um, and that's just a, an average scheme. Like some of the upper up, up market the there'll, um, there'll be leisure, you know, uh, swimming pools, that type of stuff. Obviously, you're going to pay a lot more for them. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's just there's nothing here for people to to downsize to. <laughs>
2: But do you think if, if we had something similar to the, the, you know, the brochure that you're looking at there, Kieran, there might, um, th- there would be interest in it?
5: Of course there would yeah. Yeah. Of course there would be. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh, you know, if you think about it, the downside here, like, doesn't exist really, but and, and unfortunately then people end up going into nursing homes and, like, we're all exposed at the moment of uh, family members in there. It's, it's very, very difficult for, for, for everybody from the mm. staff, concerns to, for the patients, to their families. Um, and that's the only choice, really, as I it. Um, so there is no incentive, I mean like I, I think people, if there were, you know, properties for new apartments for sale, people would definitely look at downsizing. But seven hundred twenty thousand empty points—that's not—that's not attractive to ninety. No, 90 it's episodes, not. Ab- absolutely
2: you know. not. No, no, no doubt about it. Kieran, uh, Pat is with us too. Kieran, um, Pat, could you, you know, would you ever be enticed to downsize?
6: Um, <clears throat> yes, I, yes, I, I think it's a good idea, but I think we're very late to the party uh, in Ireland to all of this. And as Kieran has pointed out correctly, uh, where do you go? Uh, but we have to, I suppose, start the journey sometime. And uh, I think it, it's a, it, it's a good discussion to, to have. Um, like my, my situation, uh, like I'm in my mid sixties, and um, you know, as they're all just one more to leave uh, the nest and that'll happen soon I believe so you know uh, then the two of us are here you know 10 years you're in the mid 70s 15 years you're in 80 maybe something happens to one of us do I personally want to be here on my own in a big four bedroom house with five toilets no I don't mm. do I want to be cleaning this going out and cutting the grass no but I, I think government and planning laws, and you know, building uh, builders, and you know, it it needs direction from government uh, to to drive this. And I mean, every uh, demographic will tell you, and every. Um, uh uh census that we have say that Ireland it'll be swamped with over mm. sixty, sixty five. Yeah, well we're living over, a,
2: yeah, I know. And yeah. and I wonder like if you put up, you know, more if you were to develop more um like maybe a, a two or a three bedroom um bungalow. No stairs. Easily accessible. Yes.
6: Well, once there's no stairs involved, if, if there are apartment types, they have to be properly yeah.
2: contained. I know, and a lot of people know, don't want apartments and stuff too, but no, I am wondering no, the small no, bungalow, you know, maybe with that?
6: Small, but two or three bedroom bungalow would be perfect. Mm. Uh, but it needs, need, you know, not to be built, they need to be built within a community. Yeah, yes. well, that's um, the
2: thing. There's no point, absolutely. You know,
6: like, this all get, I was about 30 years ago in, in America and uh, my, my wife's um, uh, relations uh, had retired and they moved down to a place called Tom's River, and uh, they were in one section of 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 this uh, area where there was fifty bungalows. And for each fifty bungalows, there was a um, a meeting hall, and uh, you know that's where people could come and have their breakfasts, sort or of meet for coffees, and have various things. And you know um, there was more Irish people there who we went out to play around the golf, and all of a sudden there was five or six from. Everywhere in Ireland comes yeah. to God. And, you know, they, they had planned for the retirement. And
5: yeah.
6: there was, I don't know if it was private companies, well, I'm, I presume it is in America, but, like, the way they set it out, like, you have to pay your taxes uh, if, you know, if you stay in the same place where you grew up, with school taxes and church taxes and all the state taxes. But when you go down to a place like Tom's River uh, retirement, a, a lot of those taxes uh don't apply because you're in retirement mode you're you're in a different part of the state so but it looks you know it has to be planned and I, this is a government job mm. um with, with with our departments getting their heads together and saying look at what will we do to in, to incentivize people to do this because you know uh karen is right we don't don't want uh, to go to nursing homes last thing you
5: want
2: to do is go to no a, to an no and sure p- people will always tell you they want independent living and, and and want to live in their house for as long as they they possibly can, but you know I, I thought Elaine's points a little earlier about just looking at it from the practical perspective um if you've a load of empty bedrooms sitting in a house and and bathrooms and trying to heat. And you know, keep the light on in these big houses. And if there was just something smaller in the same community down the road, a lot of people would probably sell up and, and move into it. According to the text we're getting in today. Listen, um, Kieran and Pash, thanks a million for getting in touch with us.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.